0: I love the sound of a Crown Vic in the morning, afternoon, and evening. Welcome to the Poorly Made Police Memes podcast. Today my fake name is Todd. Shortly we'll have our good friend Ten Eight Memes on the podcast. And we're going to get a little off track today. We've been talking about a lot of cop stuff, and we will on this one too. But uh, my boy Ten Eight, he was a musician early in his life, probably still. I, fuck, I don't know. We'll ask him. And so we're going to talk about... Music and bands and shit, along with uh, the police stuff. So, hopefully, that's of interest to you guys. And if it's not, I guess I don't care that much because I'm going to enjoy it. But I'm sure you guys will too. Now, today's Poorly Made Police Memes podcast is brought to you by Fox and Hound. Fox and Hound has a Vest Spray that contains a quick release deodorizer to cover smells immediately and uses bioorganisms to naturally digest stains and odors to get rid of odors permanently. It is non-staining and will work while you sleep. Many sprays out there only use encapsulants to cover odors. This is only a temporary fix since the stains will continue to emit odors as they decompose in which you have to spray the deodorizer again to cover the smell. You can use it on anything to include boots or any gear to eliminate odors. Even firefighters use it for their turnout gear. Use code GPK9F to save 15%. Fox and Hound gives a proportion of all proceeds to first responders. So check them out at shopfoxandhound.com, just as it sounds, shopfoxandhound.com. Check them out, support them. They're supporting me and uh, helping me justify the time spending on this uh, to my wife. So uh, today's kind of a, we're recording on Sunday the 8th it'll come out Wednesday or Thursday next week it's kind of a somber day we had the loss of an officer in Chicago today and there's another officer fighting for his life so hopefully there's some good news come Thursday that uh, hopefully he's going to be okay he or she's going to be okay um, so that's you know that one of those things that we try to keep this fun and cheeky and fun on the podcast but this is one of those times that as a the community the law enforcement community former supporters anybody uh we need to take care of each other so kind of keep your eyes open for if there's something out there to support that officer and her family and the officer that injured let's take care of them so without further ado uh we'll get on to the fun stuff my uh good friend and buddy Ten Eight memes will be with me in two seconds uh now joining me is my brother from another mother Probably, or he could be my brother. I don't know what my mom. <laughs> Who knows, man? Aside, it could be true. Uh Is my boy from Ten Eight Memes? Everybody, give him a round of applause. What's oh yes, up? I hear it now. <laughs> it's it's deafening. It really is. It is. I. It is deafening. So what's up, man? How are you?
1: I'm doing all right, man. It's been it, let's let's see. Last month was an absolute shit show. Terrible. Want to forget it even happened. But this month is just crazy busy. And honestly, I should probably be doing something other than chit-chatting with you, but I'd rather do that. Rather no, you promised
0: you. me, and I've been hounding you to do it, so here you are.
1: Here I am, man. I can't wait.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm glad things the uh, the rain is parting. Um, yeah. And it's it's getting a little better. So, what was that card that um, did you watch? Ever watch that SNL skit with? Um, I'm gonna edit this all out with uh, a <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Burn off on a fucking stellar start. Uh, the SNL skit with, um, who's the bad guy in the new Star Wars? It's so bad I blocked it out.
1: Oh, uh, Kylo Ren?
0: Yes. Did you see the undercover boss, Kylo Ren? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, dude, you have to. Well, now you get my joke, and so I'm definitely editing it out. But anyway, <laughs> uh, here we are. So uh, this is a little weird for me. Uh, as Michael Scott would say, um, how the turntables, because not long ago, uh, I was on your podcast, and now you're on mine.
1: That's it. It's, it It was like a premonition, which is, you know, it's actually kind of funny because that's what happened to me. I was on uh, the roll call room podcast last June or July. And I told the guy that was on it or that was hosting, I was like, you know, I've been kind of tossing the idea of doing my own podcast. I was like, Oh man, you know, and that's where I got the idea for the, the anchor, like everything that I do on my podcast came from him. And, um, Yeah. And he hasn't been on my show yet because he's been busy. He started his own business and everything, but um, it's just crazy. That's kind of like you do one and then it's like, man, I want to do some more. And then, you know, then you make your own and then you just sit in a room talking to yourself. And it's, it's a good time.
0: I I gotta say, I'm just so entertained by it. I, I haven't been this excited about anything in like a really long time.
1: Uh, (laughs) Since you discovered women.
0: Well, yeah. Since the (laughs) first thing was, um, was women. Mm. Um, and then the second thing was police work. I got really excited about that one when, when it was cool, and now it's podcasts. So yeah,
1: yeah, it's quite the progression, though.
0: Yeah, it is quite. The- <laughs> now when we're talking about women, every I think everybody about our age, like I think the first crush they had was a pink Power Ranger. Is that true? Yeah, that's got to be true. Oh my god!
1: Like- gotta, so I think it's a, speaking of progressions. I think it's a pink Power Ranger. Then it was Topanga. And then, then it kind of then you start splintering off to go to different, depending on what you got into at that point. So panga what the fuck is that? From Boy Meets World.
0: I, I don't know what the hell that is.
1: Ah oh, man, what are you watching, man? Boy Meets, Boy Meets World, Meets man. World? what the fuck is that shit? Oh
0: man, I, I think you're, you're going to lose all your listeners now, man. All your all they your nineties listeners, They're, people are going to hear like their ears are going to perk up, like, oh, he didn't watch that dog shit. Uh, yeah
1: okay okay so you you maybe like a like a kelly kapowski then
0: oh oh, oh. you know that's right okay all right because
1: okay i've had this conversation with people because it depends on where you when you were born it's either going to be kelly kapowski or it's a panga or um the chick from the wonder years whoever that um winnie i think
0: yeah i think that was probably the the generation before us or a couple years before us yeah yeah i would say um so she's still smoking hot though oh is she
1: Yeah, she's, like, in her 40s, and she's, like, not even. maybe. I don't know how old she is, but she's smoking. You sound like 40s is, like, old, and I'm not. not No, no. Like you said, generation before us, not too bad, but, you know, or age group before us, not even generation. That sounds way worse. Age age group before us.
0: So I I have this kind of this tradition that you may not know about is I got this terrible whiskey because I didn't know what it was. Um, Okay. uh, Wicked pickle whiskey. Oof, that doesn't Um, sound good. You know, in, in hindsight, it really didn't, but I'm like, I have to try this. Well, here it is. I spent 20 bucks on it. And now I have to finish it. I don't have a shot glass or anything with me, so I'm going to do what a proud man does. And I'm going to take, take it from it, the bottle real quick. Stand by. Nice.
1: Have you ever had a pickleback?
0: God, that's terrible.
1: Have I had a, <laughs> a pickleback? No, it's that. It's like it's, one of my buddies showed me. It's like uh, it's a whiskey shot, but you chase it with pickle juice.
0: I wonder if this is what they were trying to do is get it all in one.
1: Oh, maybe. Does it taste like pickles?
0: Oh, yeah. It tastes like fucking Bigfoot's dick. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. So, all right. We are fucking way off track. I like um, it. This is this is how you do it, man. This is. I fucking love this. So, 10-8 means. So, I guess we kind of got the st- story of the start of your podcast. What I guess for the people that may not uh, know your, your page, kind of give us a brief history of uh 10 8 memes and how that came about
1: yeah so
0: uh
1: the, the story goes that um i started making memes in the academy and just making fun of my classmates and my instructors and everything like and you. then was that i said like you do yeah of course of course and then um then when i got hired i started doing it at work and whatever and you know i've got not comic roots but i enjoy comedy um so I just always liked making like broad general memes and just sending them out, just having to do a general police work to my buddies. That's all I did, just to the guys I worked with. And uh, at one point I made a meme and just sent it to a small group of friends, Scrolling Facebook like the next day. And I see that meme get reposted by a bigger page. Like now at this point, it's just me. I don't have my own page. And I'm like, whoa, it's got like hundreds of thousands of likes. I'm like, that's, that's my thing. So I messaged the guy. I'm like, hey, man, uh, that's that's my meme. And he's like, cool. <laughs> and that's it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go over here and fuck myself. Um, but I was like, well, that's, that kind of sucks. Like, I never expected a meme to go that far. So I was like, let me, I got to start a page so I can watermark these memes so this doesn't happen again. So I've always liked just the term 10-8. I want it, like, in my head, if I ever did something, like if I made a restaurant or something, it'd be called 10-8. So I just made 10-8 memes. Um, started posting just stuff that I had already made that I've already been distributing to my friends. And it just took off. Like I looked and these these memes that you know I just made in my spare time and you know, I'm sitting on the toilet or whatever, um, were being liked by people from California, from across the country, across the world, and I'm like, this is insane. And, you know, I start messaging these people, bullshitting with them. And before you know it, word of mouth goes and goes and goes. And my page just keeps growing. And uh, it's insane. Um, the conversations that I've had with different cops from around the country and even the world has been insane. I just love bullshitting with people. You know, they talk about the job over wherever they are. They talk about, you know, things that are bothering them because I kind of since the beginning kind of took a mental health aspect of it too, accidentally really like I was never a big like mental health go get counseling kind of guy. And then, you know, I was dealing with some shit and instead of just bombarding my personal Facebook with it, I took to the main page cause I'm anonymous on it. So it had no repercussions and uh, people responded to that. And it's just been going ever since. And it's been an, an unexpectedly great ride.
0: Nice man. Yeah. yeah, I I remember on uh, when I was on yours, you told me that story, and I was like, "Fuck, man, that is so cool. Uh, that's way cooler than uh, my story." <laughs> uh, I made memes and I liked them, and yours is like, I had this huge meme that everybody liked. Huh. Okay. Yeah,
1: which so when I posted that meme, obviously that's the first meme that I posted on my page. Obviously, it was brand new. Nobody liked it. Didn't go anywhere. But I've reposted that meme several times now, trying to like. Oh, back in the day. And I think now it's probably my most liked meme. I think the last time I reposted, it got the most that I've received. So that was like, it was nice to see that kind of go full circle too.
0: That's cool. Yeah. I fucking, I wish I knew which one was the biggest of mine. And I'm not like trying to like throw shades like I'm so popular, but I just, I didn't like pay attention to it enough. Mm-hmm. And I, I, w- I wonder which one is, I know which some of mine are the favorites of mm-hmm. mine. And, and some of those haven't got like fucking likes at all. Like I made, one, yeah. like, uh, Um, like a new pursuit tool, uh, like the banana from, uh, Mario Kart. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. And like, nobody liked it. I'm like, you know,
1: yeah. and you know, the thing that's kind of gotten me, especially in the last year was Instagram. Cause that's primarily what I'm on Facebook's dog shit. Um, yeah. which is weird because they're the same company, but Instagram is yeah. just a better platform, I think. Um, not that it's a better platform, I just think it's not as uh, saturated. But anyway, um, is that the algorithm for anything first response, law enforcement related, Second Amendment related, right winged based? Um, I feel like it's just so trash. Like you're not going to get nearly the exposure you want doing that. Maybe maybe that's just an excuse I'm telling myself, but I really feel like police content is nowhere near as popular as it could be. And I look at my algorithms and, and my, uh, uh, not my algorithms, like my analytics for my different memes. And I'm like, how does this not, like it's got X thousand X, meme or shares and it's still saying it's 2% not following me. It doesn't make any sense. Um, but that's, you know, I feel like- that's the
0: world we live in, man. I mean, like yeah. I'm right there with you. I mean, Instagram is is better than Facebook for me for sure. Like yeah. Facebook, I, I shared something the other day where I shared basically like, Hey, go check out my podcast. Um, and like 10, 15 minutes into it, I looked at the analytics and it's like, no one's seen this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, the page has like 180,000 followers, like you fuckers. Um, right. What do you do? I mean, like it sucks because it's essentially, it's their platform. It's their service. It's a free service. I mean, it's, you know, it's like old man shakes his, his hand at the sky. And I guess there's arguments as far as and i don't want to get to politics here but as far as you know is it limiting free speech because you know the government seems to have a hand in these companies yeah i don't know,
1: I, I don't know either and you know i've kind of taken both sides of that argument and been like oh well it is you know it's a private company um well you know they've got an ipo and everything but it's the same thing like you know we're it's a free service but you know they are a company they're trying to make business so you know they want you to set to buy ad space and stuff like that, which I've done twice, and it was a complete train wreck. Train wreck both times. Um, one of the first memes, not first memes, first couple of months on the on Instagram, I I did a meme, and you know you can for an ad, and you can say what demographic you want to go to. Well, it just so happens that the demographic that I want people to look at my memes, which is like. For the most part, just going by what my statistics say, is guys from 18 to 35. Well, you know who else are guys from 18 to 35? Every fucking internet troll. So that's exactly (laughs) what I got. So it it was not worth it.
0: Yeah, I've kind of settled on, sometimes I'm okay with it because I'm like, I've got kind of the hardcore group of people and every once in a while people see it. And honestly, since the the whole, we'll just call it the, the shadow banning, uh, I get way less trolls, way yes. less trolls. So, I mean, like there's, there's pluses and minuses to it for sure. Well, more minuses, but I guess we'll kind of skip around to some of the, the police stuff. I, I really like to, well, I like to ask this, but I've forgotten the last couple of times to ask people this. I'm going to ask you, we're good with saying what state uh, you work in. You work in the, the great, the sunshine state of Florida, correct?
1: I do. Yep. Okay.
0: Is the job dead in Florida?
1: No. No, it's not. I think, well, that's a tough question because I can say in my area, it's not. Um, in the certain areas that I know a little bit about policing throughout the state, it's not. Um, but then you've got big cities like Jacksonville, Orlando, Miami, where not that it's, it, you know, it's the same problems that every big city has. Um, so, you know, our governor is super supportive. As everyone knows, um, yep. which helps it really does. And then you get, as things come down to the city level or this or the county level or whatever, they're definitely there's definitely more support than not that I've noticed. Um, you'll get some. Uh, well, so the sheriff is an elected official, so you'll see some of them that they just make the political statements that you know will get them votes for next. Uh, election um, but then you'll see the ones that don't give a shit they're going to say what they believe and it just so happens to be what their constituents believe also so yeah. grady judd grady judd um, and then the fucking legend yeah absolutely and there's 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 several of them and it's great to see and i just wish more law enforcement um figureheads were like that um but i think we're seeing that change in a lot of places but it's the big cities throughout the country that are the problem not the problem but that's where you get the problems i should say
0: they're the problem
1: They they are the problem um yeah but for my personal experience my city has been great and supportive um obviously shitheads everywhere but um generally speaking my uh my mayor my chief city council have all been supportive and there's different areas in the state that are the exact same way
0: that's good man that's good to hear because so i feel like there are certain states where it's pretty much the whole state yeah kind of this fucking black cloud over not there. not to
1: name washington oregon or yeah. new york
0: yeah. Yeah. by yeah. name but no of course not of course not we wouldn't do that well you know it's interesting too is like sometimes you know we lump california in there with good reason but you, you know, there's some places in California I think where they still get down a little bit. Yeah,
1: I think the and the, the for California, what I've noticed just from talking to people on on my page, the more north you go, the better it gets. Um, the you know the more except southern San Francisco,
0: right? Because that's, except
1: for San Francisco, yeah. yeah. But when you start getting up to wine country, I think that's better. Even though you know, I've heard Southern California like. Not LA, obviously, not San Diego, but the areas around there, like more suburbs and like the the uh, bedroom communities of those big cities, they are pro-police or at least still doing work. Um, one of the guys, I've had him on my podcast a couple of times. He's a great guy. He's a sergeant of a uh, medium-sized police department in Southern California. And, you know, he tells me all the time that the community... Supports him. He's got a great chief that supports what he does. You know his boys still do work. They actually had a viral video go around probably a few weeks ago with the. uh, uh It was like a motorcycle chase, and the cop opened the door and like tripped up the guy on the motorcycle. Like, oh that's yeah, a,
0: that that made that's
1: some out. cowboy shit, man. It's yeah. great. Like, and you know you talk to him, and he's about as real as it gets. Like, just a great guy, and he's a supervisor, so that's a good sign.
0: Yeah, on the more supervisors you can get like that, are the better, but. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, a lot of people promote for wrong reasons. Un- mm-hmm. Very unfortunately. Um, so last week uh, we were talking about some FTO stuff, and, and what where that came from was a meme I posted, and uh, we were talking. To, I, I didn't realize this that FTOs and other agencies don't get paid to be FTOs. Really wild to me. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. So I guess where the agency I was at wasn't so bad on that respect, but. I asked some people some FTO horror stories and, um, this guy's came in late, but it was kind of funny enough where I'm like, I got to bring this up on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's, here's his, uh, horror story. My horror story of an FTO comes from, um, I'm going to leave the state out just to save him just in case <laughs> uh, my FTO recently got a divorce. I was in phase two at FTO. She complained about how much she hated men and cried 90% of the shift. She would only let me sit in our little coffee shops while she was online shopping and talking to her kids on Facetime. That's <laughs> awesome.
1: Damn, you know, it actually it sounded like one of my buddies' FTO stories. So that's that's weird.
0: <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it, was know, Florida, so it, it was in Florida, so it was in Florida. It was
1: not in Florida. Okay. No, it was not. In um, it's just I've had. Have I had that? No, I had. So, one of my favorite FTOs. For my, uh, I'm not gonna say the story. Never mind.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, he won't hear this. I'm like, wait a second, this your page is really big. There's a chance. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, you haven't seen
0: my listenership yet, so. Oh, okay.
1: Well, in that case. Uh, um, <laughs> no. Oh, here. Let me. Let me try to re-say it. Uh, well, um, it, it's nothing really, but you know, it's hard to we always say we got to leave like work drama or home drama at home and don't bring it to work, but it's hard. hard. Oh yeah. And um, yeah. So I had an FTO that he was going through some stuff and uh, we had a, like an in-service training day for uh, defensive tactics or whatever. And I did really well and he did not. And so I remember I was writing a report and he just like sat outside the car and just like ate his sandwich and like was super mopey. And I was like, you good, bro? Like, you want to hug it out? Like, I don't know. This is really weird because I really like the guy. Like, he's a good guy and he was a great FTO. Um, it's just, it was just an awkward moment. Like, what do I do?
0: Even FTOs have bad days.
1: I know, I know. And and you know what? I'm okay with that. When when you're when you're a good guy, I have no problem with that. But if you're a douche to me, oh, uh, we're, we're riding this one to hell, man. I'll, oh I'll fuck care.
0: yeah, yeah. Let's be petty all day long. I didn't really get into my FTO horror stories. I. I actually lucked out. I had, my FTOs were all very different and all good in different ways. Um, I did have a guy that filled in and it was on graveyard shift. And so graveyards where I worked, I mean, it usually was busy, but like, you know, the weeknights every once in a while, it would just catch up. It was just, you get a lull. And so you're driving around at three in the morning, trying to impress your FTO, find, you know, dig up some shit. And, uh, so we were driving around for like, you know, half hour, 45 minutes. And he looked ahead the whole time. Didn't say a fucking word. I'm trying to stay awake. And it's like, Hey man, you got kids? No. Oh, uh, you know, just whatever. Right. And like a couple years down the road, you know, he was outside of that role. You know, I don't know if it was just like a thing. He didn't like you guys, but outside of that role, he was a little more talkative. And I heard him talking about his kids and I was like, dude, you have fucking kids. He's like, yeah. I'm like, I asked you if you had kids when I was riding with you, you know, a couple of years ago and you said, you have kids. He's like, no, I didn't I'm like fucking <laughs> motherfucker, man. Uh, okay. one of my friends had that dude and they were like that guy for like four weeks, like did not talk, mm-hmm. did not talk, which actually reminds me of another story of a guy that wrote in last week that I missed, but he was saying that, um, you know, they, the FTO would ask him like all this information, like, okay, so, you know, this happens, what do you think would happen? You know, walk me through exactly what you do in this scenario. And so the recruit, the the rookie, we go into elaborate detail about what they did and then the, the FTO would just respond with, okay, like no feedback, nothing. It's like, yeah, that sucks. Like, so right. was I right or wrong?
1: Right. I, I couldn't stand that. Or, or what I didn't like is, I'm trying to better myself. I'm trying to learn more about the job. So I'll be like, hey, give a scenario I'll be like, what happens with that? And they go, I don't know what happens. I'm like, I don't know. I've tried looking it up. I can't find it. Can you, you know, train me? That, that was always frustrating. Like, I get it, you know. Hey, go find the answer. But when I've tried, like, give me the because there's still things to this day where I still don't know the answer because no one answered my question.
0: Right. Well, and there, there's case law on a lot of stuff, but there's not case law on everything.
1: Right, and right. even if it's like a small, like you know, minute thing, um, or like a weird circumstance that may have happened on a call or something, like you can't fi- you can't find the answer. Like, just tell me how to do it. Like, that's you know, I don't know. Yeah, there was um, talking about FTOs that don't give feedback. I had one, um, so it was ghost phase or shadow phase, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> and um, he. So he's my last FTO. I pass him. I go on the road by myself. And he's like, hey, when you get in my car, uh, you're not allowed to use the computer except to report right. But you can't use it for GPS. You can't use it to read CAD, nothing. And I'm like, why? I, I didn't get that. Like, as, as a ghost phase, it's supposed to be how I would run the show. Right. Um, but he's like, nope, you got to get a paper map and, uh, and a notepad because that's how you're going to take calls.
0: I'm helping.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good God. He's one of those like, oh, he, I'm just going to use my phone. And he says, no, you can't use your phone. The internet's down. Like, that's so unrealistic. Like if the computer's down and my phone's down, we're probably at war. Um, but you know, whatever. Then the entire,
0: okay. So, well, I can say if the computer's down you haven't worked at my agency, pretty, pretty normal. (laughs)
1: Um, so whatever. I bought the damn folding map, which I had to buy on Amazon. It was terrible. Like,
0: but your phone didn't work. How did you buy it on Amazon?
1: I know it's crazy. Um, so because of that, I really sucked at responding priority to calls because I had no idea where the fuck I was going. And so his biggest takeaway was, yeah, you, uh, you can't handle high stress situations. I'm like, yeah, I can. I just don't know where the fuck I'm going. Like there's totally, it's different. Like how am I supposed to plan for whatever, burglary in progress when I'm trying to figure out what road to turn down while dealing with this fucking folding map that I can't fold right after I opened it up. So the last day of riding with this guy – we changed districts. So we have, we have two districts where I work. Um, we went from our primary one to the other one to fill in staffing or whatever. And it was a, it was a district that I knew the geography a lot better at and uh, respond to a car break in progress, get there. Um, I didn't need the map cause I knew the area. We ended up getting the suspects, the the property, like it was great. I ended up getting accommodations, all great. This guy never said a fucking word about it. He just, it never even came up in my DOR, my, uh, my, my report card, basically sure. it never came oh, yeah. up. Sure. And I was, yeah. And I was like, and so at the very end, when he passed me, he goes, what's some critiques that you have for me as a training officer? I was like, bro, I was like, when you, as a teacher, cause I come from a teaching background, like that's what I was going to do before being a cop as a teacher. If you, if I say, Hey, you are not good at this. And then the next day you show me exactly what I said, you're not good at and you're doing it well tell me that. Like, you know, that's, that's constructive criticism. That's literally the whole point of teaching. And he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't do that. I'm like, yeah, I know you need to do that because you suck. I was like, it's that simple. If you want, I was like, I don't need you to be my cheerleader. I, I don't need that. But if you say I'm not good at something, tell me when I'm doing it right. That's the you know, that makes such a world of difference for anybody who's, who's a student in anything.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of FCOs, at least in my experience that are evaluators and not teachers? Yes, hundred percent. there is a point where you need to evaluate, but are you actually teaching somebody anything? I, anyway, yeah, I, I feel like
1: hear. a lot of I feel like a lot of FTOs you get in their car, and that's all they are. They're like, "Hey, let me see what you got. Like, let me see your aptitude." And it's like, no, like, I mean, like now in the in my in my point of my career, I'm good with that because I've been in the job for a little while, and you know, let's make sure you're good, and let's go. Um, but for some, fr- you know, fresh out of the academy, straight out of the academy. We all know that the academy doesn't teach you enough, so mm-hmm. te- teach a shit, you know. And that's I wanted to be an FTO for a while, and then I was like, that's a lot of liability. Never mind. But yeah, um, yeah. so that was always my take, though. If I was going to train, this is how I was going to do it. But maybe one day.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I definitely wanted to get into training, and I for various reasons I was deterred, but that could be. A whole nother episode for a couple of yeah couple yeah. um, So when we were talking uh, about coming on, I was very inspired by uh, music, and I was like, "Oh fuck, he's a musician. Let's fucking talk about." Let's well, talk I, about I wouldn't say days. I wouldn't say I'm a musician, but a
1: guy that plays music. I think that's a little
0: different. I believe that is the definition of a musician. Sir. It's
1: it's different. I don't know. Like okay, okay.
0: well, so so you show your PP first. Uh, tell me about your rock star days, man.
1: All right, so. Uh, way back in like middle school days, me and my, my two buddies growing up, we just loved music at the time, like middle school days and stuff. We, I personally did not enjoy like modern rock music. I didn't enjoy country. I got into rap. Okay. Um, I just liked the lyrics. I liked the wordplay that came with rap music and stuff like that. So, cause I've always been like a writer. Um, so when I see clever wordplay and clever lyrics and stuff, it it draws me even to this day. Um, and we didn't play instruments. So we, you know, kind of diddled around with, that's actually where I found audacity, which is the program we use to edit our shows, um, just for little behind the scenes. And, uh, that's where I found that, whatever. So eventually we're like, all right, let's try picking up instruments. So we all bought guitars. Um, my two buddies, their brothers, uh, they took to it way better than I did. I was just kind of there. Um, but I, I was pretty good on like a keyboard. I wasn't like a piano player or anything, but I could write out like a little like a little melody or like little little ditty. And um, you just call it a little ditty. I did. I definitely did. Awesome. And eventually we so by that point, we're like, I don't know, in high school and we're getting into ska music. And uh, I remember Real Big Fish was the first band that we got exposed to. Dude, I was just gonna
0: bring up Real Big Fish. Like as <laughs> far as ska goes, like that's probably my favorite band.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's and you know we, I remember my buddy driving us to school every morning and just listening to the same Real Big Fish album again and again. So we started hanging out with the marching band kids, and we're like, "Hey, you you want to trumpet? You want to you want to play in our band?" And uh, so we did that. And at one point, our band had. At one point, we had 10 people. Um, But yeah, we played this like ska, pop punk little like uh, mix, I guess you could say. Um, And that was, we didn't actually play shows till I graduated high school. But, um, and then I was only in the band till like for two years. And then they kept going on. They they went on, they went towards the UK. Um, They ended up breaking up. And then reforming, I always say they like evolved into the band they're playing now. Um, And they're still making music to this day. Really? Um, Not all of them, not all of them. So the brothers, um, they stayed in the band together up until uh, late last year. And the one brother went off to do his own thing. Uh, But my one buddy, Henry, he's still the the head of the band. And they actually just did their uh, album release party in New York for their newest album that just came out. I'm actually wearing their shirt as we're speaking.
0: Is it a band that anybody's heard of?
1: Uh, oddly enough, yes. So, so I'll,
0: I'll go ahead and drop some names. So, are you going to dime yourself out though if you say the name of the band?
1: Well, not not this band. And you know, I I'm from the early days of the first band. So, if someone finds me at this point, good for them. Um, so the first, so the band that's playing now is called Keep Flying. Okay. Um, oddly enough, I've talked to uh, people, my followers, cause I'll post their music every once in a while. And they'll be like, wow, I didn't know you knew this band. I'm like, didn't know I know this band shit, man. I'm basically in this band. And we, um, let's see. So when I was in the band, so I was in the band from like 08 to 2010. So two years. Um, but I mean, we, we did quite a few things. Like we toured a little bit. Um, when I went, went away to college in Connecticut in 08, I went and saw like this super like pop punk show. Like there were tweens and like, I was one of the only like dude in his like late teens, but it was like a good show. The guy put on a really good show and I was like, I want to play shows. So I went and I called the local like concert hall where we lived in Jersey and started just calling them all. I'm like, Hey, I want to play. Hey, I want to play. And you know what the stone pony is? No it's a rock club in the Jersey shore where like Bruce Springsteen got a start or whatever. Okay. And they, they were the first place to be like, yeah, okay, why not? And uh, we, we got booked on this show and it was like the middle of a freaking blizzard, like down the Jersey shore in January, I think. And we played with this reggae band and I don't know how we sounded, but it was really fucking fun. And we're like, let's keep doing that. And then, you know, we, we, They'd never stopped. So
0: what, what did you, did you play keyboards or what was your role? On
1: the band? Yeah, I did keyboard and vocals. Okay. So yeah. And like lyrics. So me and me and Henry, we wrote the lyrics and then uh, I would do keyboards and then like, like backing vocals or like, cause, so because we got into rap, we kind of stuck with the sound for a little while. Like if you ever heard of big D in the kids table, he kind of raps in his songs. That's kind of what I did.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I gotcha. I gotta be honest with you, man. I, I can't I can't foresee you as being a rapper type dude.
1: No, no, most most didn't. Um no, it just I mean I could sing, like I was in concert choir and stuff like that, but we had a lead singer who was kind of fit the punk cheek a little bit better. I got um, it. so you know, and yeah, so it just I just kind of threw I, me a bone.
0: In my rock star days, uh I played bass and I uh, I was the backup singer. Really, the only part I sung was that the backing vocal and all the small things when we covered Blink One Eighty Two.
1: Okay, all the Yeah, that's
0: that's my my claim to fame is (laughs) singing na 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 na. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We um,
1: we almost broke up. The band broke up over deciding which Sum Forty One cover to play. Really? Yes. So we had. Did you guys end up with? uh, I don't think we played either of them. What were the choices? It was either gonna be uh fat lip or in too deep. And
0: Okay, which okay, I'm gonna judge you like what which side of the faction were you on? Because I don't think there's a question which song would be funner to play. I so You're gonna say In Too Deep, aren't you?
1: Yes. But um, here's why you're fucking wrong,
0: dude. You were wrong. Here's,
1: did I say that? I think I did. And here's why, because In Too Deep's <laughs> got three uh verses and we had three vocalists technically. So I was like, everyone could have a, have a verse. Um, whereas fat lip was more of like my style. And I would have, I would have been like, no, nah, I want the whole thing. Um, and our lead singer was so pissed about that. He like, he wanted fat lip, but he didn't want to give up any of the, the verses. And I was like, no, you've got to give up the verses. It was, it was a drama
0: thing. <laughs> Dude being in a band is like, it really truly is like a marriage Oh, 100%. Um, Especially
1: imagine having 10 people you got to make agreements with.
0: Oh, yeah. And in my band, and we went through a few people. For the most part, it was like the same core dudes. It was Mm -hmm, uh, my brother was a vocalist. He didn't play any instruments. Um, What kind of music was it? So we played punk. Okay. Kind of like Green Day, Blink-182, MXPX type stuff. Yeah. Um, We were really trying to evolve into like a Rise Against type sound. Which I just Um, saw last night. Yeah, how was that show? Dude, amazing. Well, it
1: I'm going to say it was a good show only because that was the only band we saw because okay. I got there late. It would have been an amazing show if I saw all three bands.
0: Who else was on the bill?
1: Uh, the Menzingers and The Descendants. I keep hearing about The Descendants, but I don't know if I know who they are. Descendants are like an old school punk band. Like they're from like the 80s, 90s, like the lead singer's 55.
0: Okay, but boom. they're like
1: the godfathers of pop punk, and like that's it's like a bucket list item. Like I really want to. They're the ones. Was, I'll send you the picture with the dude with the glasses. Like that's their logo. Um Yeah. So I heard some of them from the parking lot, but I didn't get to see
0: the show. That might be one of those things where I like I I look it up and I'm like, oh yeah, those probably, guys. Yeah. Probably. You know what's kind of a guilty pleasure of mine that I I just watched a video on YouTube last night of them playing is Weezer, and I'm like. I gotta yeah. go see Weezer, even though like I like I was in the punk band and, and like that kind of stuff. I'm a metal guy, like you know I uh-huh. like Metallica and all that kind of stuff. But Weezer is like a guilty pleasure of mine, and like anybody my age that doesn't fucking own the Blue album is lying, right? Like they're like yeah, oh, I don't know that. No, you do. You know every song on it. Right. Um, you can
1: listen to it front to back, not, not skip song.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's it's and that's a guilty pleasure, man. And that guy Rivers Como, he's such fucking weird dude, but yeah great music
1: yeah. man he's really good he did some solo stuff for a little while and he sounds really good by himself um really?
0: i never i don't think i caught any of that i weezer was kind of like an on and off kind of thing for me like I,
1: and, and they are they are like every once in a while you'll be like oh they're still a band and then you listen to their newest stuff and it's like oh that's why i didn't know but every once <laughs> in a while they'll release a single and you're like okay this this still is kind of good um but it's like their newer stuff, I can't listen through a whole album. Like the cover album was pretty good. They just released a cover album a couple years ago.
0: Yeah, um, I saw that, and that was pretty good. I the new one that's like the metal, which is like a very loose metal, <laughs> is actually I liked it. Like it felt like a Weezer album. It was a little heavier. Again, I I preface that with like maybe an asterisk mark, like heavier.
1: Right, it's heavier not, in the Weezer
0: well. Yes, yeah. um, but they just did a, a cover of uh, Enter Sandman.
1: Okay, which
0: was. I liked it. I thought it was really good, and um, I don't know—not to like pump up Metallica, but I'm going to. Um, <laughs> they have this thing coming out where they have uh, all these cover- all these artists covered like all their songs off the Black album, and they've been mm. kind of releasing bits and pieces of it. And there's been some good shit. Like Volbeat uh, mm. did a cover of "Don't Tread on Me," um, and John Paradini—I think I said his name right—the country dude uh, did um, "Wherever My Room," and it is fucking sick. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would. I highly recommend. There's some other ones that haven't come out yet, like Ghost is doing a song, like Chris Stapleton. Oh, like, wow, dude, Chris Stapleton, like I like him a lot. goes, holy fucking shit, yeah. that dude is amazing.
1: Yeah, I've uh, I've gotten into country music over the past like five years or so, um, and he is like exactly the kind of country I want to listen to. Like, I'm not like I really like Dirks Bentley and like that, that kind of country. But, like, the Luke
0: Bryans, I can't really get into, you know,
1: stuff Luke like Bryan that. Luke
0: is so hit and miss. Like, some of his shit is, like, pretty, like, entertaining. But, like, I, I was, like, working in my garage earlier and that fucking Catfish Dinner say, Song came on. And I'm like, uh-huh. what dog shit is this? Like, this is god awful. Yeah,
1: yeah. But yeah. then you get, like, um, I don't know. Exactly. Like, sometimes he's just so goofy and I'm like, I don't enjoy this. Yeah. But, um, but, like, he'll you know, have
0: a line in a song. That ruins the whole song yeah yeah we're like yeah. the song's pretty good and then he hits like some weird line where they're like oh, i don't know what to say and then it's it's bad like there's that one it's catfish like, dinner catfish dinner whole, what the fuck winner winner <laughs> <chicken> dinner like <laughs>
1: yeah. that's all you could fucking think of like fire that song right here. never yeah. again
0: um who else is good um the big fat guy he's awesome um there's a called? couple of us. Oh yeah, he's yeah, yeah. fucking great. I can't say big fat guy because I'm probably fatter than him at this point since I quit. I <laughs> again, buddy. Uh, um, yeah, he's so, great. There's some good country music out there. I mean, like I, you know, I grew up with like George Strait, and Garth mm-hmm. Brooks, yeah. and stuff like that. And you can't you can't go wrong there. But no,
1: um, I went to uh, I went to Nashville in February and we did the uh, the tour of the Country Music Hall of Fame and the Grand Ole Opry. Oh, that'd be and sick. yeah, and I have such a new founded like respect for country music and the musicians that like, I can't hate on country music, just on principle now. Um Cause I used to, you know, back in the day, I used to be like, nah, I never listened to that shit, but now it's like, I enjoy it. I do. And it's, it's good for like being at work or like you said, just like working in your garage or something where, you know, nothing's going to wow you, but it's nice to have on, you know, it's not going to be like offensive, like anybody can walk by. So oh, like, some days I'll like sit in my police car. I'll have Eminem on and be like, Oh God. Oh God. And like kill you comes on. I got to turn it off. Cause someone's walking up to the window.
0: See, I never, and I, I won't dog you for it. I never just, I never got into rap. It never did it for me. It just, I don't know. I, I think a lot of it's stupid. I mean like there's yeah. definitely some. Original as far as like the the wordplay and shit, but then some of it's just like repetitive dog. shit. Oh, for sure. But and that's, that's any music genre.
1: True, true. And I think like for me, I'll go through waves. Everything matches whatever my mood is at that time. But there was a while where I couldn't listen to rap music, especially like the last year. Um, Just I felt like all the anti-police songs that were going on. And for a little bit, I couldn't listen to punk music because it was anti-police, which is weird. So when I was growing up, my dad was a cop and he wouldn't let me listen to certain songs because he said it was anti-police. And I was like, dad, it's a song. It's, it's a song, it's, whatever. Uh, like I couldn't listen to like, I shot the sheriff and shit like that. And so I was like, dad, you're crazy. But now I'm in the same boat and I'm like, Oh shit, I'm turning into my dad.
0: So <laughs> eventually every dude turns into their dad, Yeah. which I, I have a picture of my dad at my desk here and he's very disappointedly looking at me. So <laughs> sorry, dad. Um, I need to get him on my podcast, man. That's going to be, that would be good. That would be good. Um,
1: papa poorly made
0: yeah he's yeah that's gonna be an interesting show for sure uh i don't think i'll take like any questions or anything i think because he he deserves the my, dude, he's been doing it for like 40 years so he's, he's oh wow fucking like, on the job so um he's got some shit to say i'm sure yeah um, but rock star Day, rock star days anyway mm-hmm. circle um, back yes yeah, sir circle back to that we'll circle back to that one. Um. So you said how many years you did? Your band sounded pretty badass. Do you have any regrets for not, uh, you know, staying in it? Uh, so I got out of it because I
1: moved because I came to Florida. Um,
0: you became it, Florida man. Yes, I did,
1: and. There are so there's there's days even like after seeing a show like last night, I'm like, man, I wish I stuck with music or whatever. Like I try i made like an acoustic duo when I came down here, me and my buddy, we played some cover shows and whatever. Um, And, I you know, I used to write songs on a guitar. I taught myself guitar after after a while. Um, so, yeah, there's some days and especially like, you know, when they were going when they were coming up the band. They went on tour with MXPX. They went on tour with uh, Robic Fish and Bowling for Soup. And,
0: oh, that's badass!
1: Yeah, and those are days I was like, "Shit, man!" Like, I big re- big regrets, big regrets. Um, but now, you know, it's I can still sit with those dudes and like bullshit and have a great time and everything. Great guys, but we're living different lives, and I'm I'm comfortable with where I am now. To not be you know, regretful for not being with them. I'm actually working with Henry right now. He's so for my podcast, I'm taking a break while I'm dealing with some personal stuff. But when I come back, I want it to be revamped and have new things. And he's actually helping me uh, take one of his songs and it's going to be my intro theme. And they're like re-editing it. And it should sound really good if it comes out that way.
0: That's bad, um, ass, man. Cause all I do is I have a recording in my crown Vic and I play that as my intro. <laughs>
1: Of course you do. Of course you do. Of course. Um, But yeah. So I I don't regret it. Um, I definitely like. I'll go through my old Facebook and I'll look at like our old tour photos. Like, bro, did you guys? Did you guys play out a lot when you guys when you were in your band? Not
0: a ton. Like towards the end, we did. We probably did. And this is like ballpark. We didn't do a ton of shows because there wasn't like a big music scene in the boonies where I lived at that time in my life. But we played. There was a bigger band that we played with a lot. I think we played with, I don't know, maybe four five, six, seven, eight shows, like not like a ton of shows. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, we had a church that we could play at pretty much anytime. They were really cool about letting us play. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd invite our friends and stuff and we practice there. But I'll tell you what, and I, I like the little life I have and, you know, my wife, my family, and, and I liked being a cop. Dude, I've, <laughs> some of the best times I can remember in my life are fucking playing music though. Cause you know, like that moment where like, you're playing and like you just and this is gonna sound weird but you like you feel the you feel it right like yeah everybody's yeah. right where they're supposed to be you're like in the pocket like the crowd even if it's like five people are into it um it's fun man I, yeah the indescribable uh,
1: the photo i sent you when we were when you decided that we we're going to talk about this so that was we were playing a battle of the bands so we we weren't really a battle band kind of thing um we so where we lived small, small town, two traffic lights, five gas stations, and that's it. Nothing else going on. A couple pizza places. Um, so we had to go at least a half hour out of town to go anywhere because of that. Our, the kids we went to high school with, they were super supportive because it was something to do. So we, what we would do, we would load all our friends and all of our cars. We drive to shows. They would buy tickets because they were great people. They'd sit and whatever. So we were in one battle of bands in 2009 and we got just clowned on and it was for um i think it was for a to play a stage at warp tour and we we did not do well at all the next year after we're like playing out more we got a bigger following and everything we played the exact same state uh venue bigger battle of bands it was for like two thousand dollars cash prize um And that picture was from that battle of bands and we crushed it. It was such an amazing experience, whatever. We were getting ready to go on our first tour and that was going to help pay for it. Like we were just, it was, we just found out that we uh, were opening for Real Big Fish for the first time. Like we were just, it was like the heyday, it was the golden days. Um, So that picture that I sent you, you know, just full crowd, just fucking losing their mind for the songs that we wrote. It was so cool. So I get it hundred percent what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, the, um, and this is kind of a funny story. So I'd say the biggest show we played was like, uh, it wasn't really a show. It was like the uh, uh, the talent show in high school, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so we play, we play and we're like one of the last groups up there. And it's kind of like so-so and there's a place. Oh, here's a great story too. Are you, are you into the Beatles? Yeah. Okay, so Let It Be obviously is a big Beatles song. Yeah. Um, me and my brother and the guys in the band, we didn't really know anything about the Beatles back then. So we had this song called "Let It Be." And we're telling my mom about, like, oh, yeah, we got this new great song. It's called "Let It Be." And she's like, oh, like the Beatles song. We're like, not like the Beatles song. <laughs> but anyway, so we had the song, and we were uh, you know, we're playing it, and like it's kind of like lackluster. and like there was this point where there's like a little bass solo in the song, and my fucking brother jumped off the stage and like the whole thing went nuts, and it was just like, I'll never forget that moment in time. Mm -hmm. Like it was just like a perfect moment. Yeah. We lost. Um, Yeah. We got second place though. While they were waiting, we played a a song and like, there was like, you know, kids watching and stuff.
1: When like, so from that battle of bands to when I left the band that, uh, that November, that was it. Like we were, we were at our peak, like every day was good. Um, You know, we did the tour, which I could, I could tell you, bunch of like crazy stories from that but the one that you just triggered in my mind is we were playing this college town in central pennsylvania and um we were sound checking and we we kind of got a little cocky to the point where like when people told us to sound check we're gonna play a full song just because we were cocky and um we off the cuff started playing um my own worst enemy by lit and yeah and so before our set even started the entire crowd's moshing and just going crazy and we're like this is so cool
0: i envy you so much (laughs) yeah i thought so i thought about like maybe putting something in the paper out here like hey guy that can barely play a bass uh looking for some dudes that want to play metallica cover songs you know (laughs) yeah we'll see i got a big garage man and no band so we'll see what happens
1: there you go see i um I did that when I moved to Florida. I, I hit Craigslist cause that's dangerous. And, um, I got a guy, there was a dude, he was like, Hey, I'm trying to start a punk band. Um, these are the bands that I'm into, which they were more like, uh, kind of like the harder punk, not, not like super hard, but, um, it was stuff that I was like, all right, yeah, I'm into it. And they, he needed a vocalist. So we, we met up, we, we did a few band practices and then life happened. You know, he had kids, one guy was married, one guy had this, and never happened. So I've probably started like three bands since I moved to Florida, and never played a show.
0: It's hard because you it's know crazy. life happens, and you have to paying bills is more important than playing music, unfortunately. Yep. And yeah. Yeah, because I I started a couple things throughout the years, and it just it never materialized, right? Because things happen. So yeah. There's yeah. um
1: there's a podcast I listen to, the Hey My Man podcast. Shout out to them, and they talk about because they play music as well, and they're talking like you know how you've got um like when you talk about sports you've got like the rec league and then you've got like the travel teams like i need like a rec league band like we're not going to do anything crazy let's just play like have some fun we don't have to go travel we don't have to like do anything crazy just just to play maybe like hit a bar every once in a while and that's it that's it but
0: yeah that would that i think that would suffice my needs for sure um, but I probably need to practice because I, I basically like I play like the same songs I've been playing for like 15 years. <laughs> right. And I haven't really like because you know I think as you, and this is like stupid, but it, maybe it's true. I don't know that whole like you can't teach an old dog new tricks. But I feel like as I've gotten older, it's tougher to pick up newer stuff. But I, yeah. I, I don't have time. You know, I, I'm busy. I don't have time to like sit down and really work on something. You know. Yeah. And
1: I have I have my guitar, my acoustic guitar, just sitting by my couch. Every time I pick it up, I'll mess around for a few minutes, but all right, that's that's good enough. And like, you know, I got a ukulele. I thought that'd be a little fun thing to play around with. Never got into that. Are you like um, that
0: dude that like brings his ukulele to parties and was like, hey, you guys want to do a <laughs> sing along by the campfire?
1: <laughs> I was trying to be that guy. Yeah.
0: Dude, don't be that guy. I'm just... No,
1: no, I'm joking. My uh, my girlfriend got me one and got her daughter one and she wanted us to play together and it just never happened. Fair it was gonna be cute. it was gonna be a hallmark moment and it just never happened.
0: So the Hallmark movie the hallmark movie instead of like how you guys started bonding will be like and that's when they started hating each other yeah <laughs> pretty much pretty much yeah. yeah so let's let's switch gears a little bit here because sure. I I found out this thing and this is not music related but it, it interests me. Did you know uh, because obviously besides being musicians it sounds like you're a better one but besides being musicians uh, we're both meme lords. Yes. And uh, I've heard that there's a company out there that basically will make memes for you and charge you, which um, I'm just going to throw out there. Making memes is, I, I think it's an art, but like anybody could do it.
1: Anyone can do it, some, but not everyone can do it well.
0: Yeah, and I don't. Uh, I do not <laughs> do it well. So um, name. So, such the name, so there's no expectations. Which anyway, still people still comment like, that's poorly made. Yeah.
1: I feel I like know. that's a joke in itself right now. I think people do that for that reason. I don't know.
0: I think sometimes it is. And then sometimes it's not, but it's hard to tell, right? Like you send an, e- you shoot an email off to somebody and you think it's all nice and polite. And then they see you and you're like, dude, why are you dicking dick in your email? What are you talking about? I was perfectly nice. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's the problem with, they could probably trace back all their problems in society. Is oh,
1: absolutely. There's it's no inflection in
0: your, in your, your typing. Um, but anyway, so there's this company out here that uh, gets paid money to make memes, and I've heard it's anywhere from three to ten dollars to make a single fucking meme. Damn, we need to get in on this.
1: You ain't kidding, man. I've got I've got over a thousand memes on my Instagram, man. Could you imagine ten
0: dollars for each of those? Oh, dude, I have like five thousand. I can't stop. Um, so this is what I propose. Um, and other our other meme lords can jump in on this. Uh, I'm going to call this funding meme lords. <laughs> If you want a handcrafted meme made out of love with like a sprinkling from your favorite meme lord, I guarantee you if you send them a DM and say, "Hey, I want to fuck my my partner, can you make a meme roasting them?" Send us <laughs> money to our PayPal. Have you
1: seen have you seen that, that website Cameo? Where like you I can pay a celebrity that. to like do a shout out to whoever and they they'll record it. It's That's basically
0: Cameo. Yeah, but but meme related. Let's do it. Fuck yeah! Call so it, call it Mimeo. Mimeo, I like that. So anybody that wants to pay me money to make them a meme, you just hit me up. Tell me Wait. what you need. I'll make you a meme. This is
1: and like if you pay a little bit extra, he'll send feet pics. And this is basically how OnlyFans started.
0: I just send feet pics. Feet pics, anyway. You're not supposed to do that.
1: <laughs> oh no! I mean, I you know I do. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, what did you call this before we started? A circle jerk. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I said- if, you pay, if you pay enough, we'll do that too. Every
1: man has a price.
0: Okay. So we got to talk about this and only me and you are going to know who we're talking about. Okay. Um, I had a discussion with Dr. D about having a price. Okay. Um, she disagrees. And if she ever listens to this, she's probably gonna laugh her ass off. She she says there is no price. I f- it's a matter of economics for me.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Like if I can like take care of my kids, I'll fucking...
1: I'll, I'll all it is, is. You know, I got a
0: price. Yeah. I got a price. A Absolutely. Consumer. It's a
1: sliding scale, but there's a price.
0: Oh yeah. Like, it is.
1: Like it's not just gonna be like, hey, anything for five dollars. Like it's not no. that desperate. But no. no every every man has a price.
0: Oh yeah. And like the whole like 20 bucks is 20 bucks. I mean, like it is, but like come on, there's only certain things I would do for 20 bucks, hand job. Correct. Um, but anyway. <laughs> uh so that's that's funny you mentioned that. So but anyway, um, what do we call it? Mimeo. So yeah. Uh, you can DM either one of us, and we will gladly make you a meme. And you just send us some money to PayPal, uh, and you can support starving meme lords like me and Ten Eight Memes.
1: That that sounds great.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, buddy, I got a bunch of questions lined up for both of us. Okay. But before I get to that, um, I've been doing this deal where basically uh, I said in the first podcast, you know, if your buddy's doing something cool, I want to give them some sort of recognition because. Uh, honestly, a lot of people don't get that anymore. You know, you could, like you said earlier, like you, you know, even your FTO when you did something cool didn't even give you recognition. So I want to take care of people. If you do something good, or your partner, really, if your partner, you shouldn't fucking nominate yourself. That's a douchey thing. But if your partner does something good, um, let us know. We'll try and get it on the air, kind of thing. But um, a anonymous donor graciously donated some money, so uh, I could do some of these for a little bit. And that person who gets selected. Uh, can get some free merch. Uh, so here's what we got for today is uh, this buddy of our nerd partner, which is starting out good. And he's he said I could use his name in his department, but I'm just a little weary of that, just the way things are. But yeah. um, his name is uh, – we'll go with Mr. Underwood. Uh, he's a, at a local sheriff's department. Uh, he's still pretty new in the game, and I'd like to get him set up with some gear he'll need throughout his career. Uh, he's only been in for a couple of years, but he's a damn good officer will always back you up and take some paperwork off you if you're getting swamped. Um, he's an Army vet with combat deployment. He was too scared to join the Marines like me, and so he has to play catch-up. Good dude, and he definitely deserves it. So, uh, everybody at home, give Mr. Underwood a round of applause. Uh, he just got me, hey, you're the first person to fucking applause. You're a good dude. Um, uh, so, And I got to say, like, I really appreciate um, that his buddy nominated him just for being a good dude. Like, yeah, yeah. And that makes him a good dude. Like, oh, fuck, he could win some shit. I'm going to get my dude hooked up with some shit. Yeah, man, that's the selflessness that we need out here. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, dude. So. So anyway, Mr. Underwood, uh, he just hit me up. And so I will be sending him out a shirt shortly. So I hopefully he enjoys it. And thanks again to our gracious donor that has allowed us to do this. Um, and like I said last time You don't necessarily have to be shot at To win a t-shirt This guy's just a good dude And he got a t-shirt mm-hmm. So it could happen for you too
1: Very cool I nominate yeah. myself
0: next week You should I'm gonna be like, <laughs> That really sounds like somebody I know It's really <laughs> familiar Yeah I like to get I don't know You follow the page long enough You know I get like to get drunk and do AMAs Hell um, yeah And so I've kind of translated that to Dude why
1: haven't you been on my Drunk Cop episode yet?
0: Because you haven't fucking invited me to Bro date.
1: we gotta make this happen
0: yeah, fuck it. I'm in, dude. I, I am drunk all the time. So but oh, I'm not sweet. a cop anymore, so does it count?
1: Yeah, I mean, I have non-cops on all the
0: time. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, sign me up, dude. I will get drunk. Oh man. Dude, this is gonna happen now. Yeah. You're writing it on your little your little planner there. Hell like, yeah. First thing on the list is to throw away the ukulele. Um, <laughs> second thing is PMPM PM on drunk cops. Hell yes. All right. So here's the first question that I have. Um, and I'm somewhat prepared. Some more have come in, so we'll, we'll get to. Uh, I think we'll try and get to most of them. But what is the dumbest rookie mistake that you've made on the job? I'll let you go first.
1: Oh boy, let's let's dig
0: in the mailbag here.
1: Um, so, eh, so I don't know if this is a dumb mistake. Yeah, it is a dumb mistake. I almost ran over my STO. Um, <laughs> oh. so I saw a. Um, <clears throat> what you call it. I saw like a fight happening in front of me. So we pull the car around, stop the car, get out, detain or didn't detain him, separate him, figure out what's going on. I'm talking to one half. My FTO is talking to another half. He's right in front of the car. I'm beside the car. I get the guy's name. I'm writing it down on my notepad and out of the corner of my eye, I feel like I see the car moving. So I look up car stationary, go back to writing and see the car moving again. And my FTO looks at him and goes, Hey, uh, what's going on with the car? I was like, I don't know. And he's like, He's like, it's moving, so he like pushes the other party out of the way, jumps in, he unlocks the door, jumps in and, and puts it in gear or puts it in park. Okay. Now, uh, a couple things with it. Earlier in that day, I got in trouble for not locking the car enough. Like he moved the car, he did that thing, whatever. So that time yeah. I it's actually different locked
0: this thing, right? Yeah, yeah, of course.
1: No. So. That time, I actually locked the car and go figure, almost got him ran over. And secondly, it's one of your precious Crown Vicks that the uh, it didn't stick in the park when I put it up there, or I just got out too quick. I don't know. It's probably probably the latter. It's it was your a- fucking
0: fault. The Crown Vic would <laughs> never do such a thing. It would never off. betray you. The Crown Vic would never betray you. Um, although I think something's wrong with mine. I got to talk to somebody about it. <laughs> but anyway, but it still drives here's the thing is it's fucked up and it still drives it's beautiful i so i saw this question earlier i'm like oh, i gotta put this in and i'm like i did so much dumb shit that right. like but nothing like i can't think of anything like monumental i mean which is like not a great answer for a podcast mm-hmm. i may have to circle back to that one because okay. I'm, I'm sure something like will trigger a memory because like right every, because the problem like is every new cop fucks up non-stop for the first yes. couple years like non-stop that's all you do is fuck up calls
1: right but like you don't want to tell a story that's like a minor league story when there's really like a really good one out there that you just forgot about for a second yeah. and yeah so i feel you
0: yeah so i'll try and circle back to that one so okay. um this question's a little triggering um who's the better meme page Ooh, you absolutely Come on, man i'm not no you I think we, we both have, we do things a little differently. Um, I do mine by poor edits and not spelling and <laughs> do yours with proper grammar. Um, uh, yeah. not, to blow, you know, not to blow smoke, but like, there's very few of the meme pages that I, I like and like some of the littler pages will be like, Hey, how come you don't follow me? Cause I'm like, cause you're not funny. Uh, uh-huh. You know, and I follow you for a reason uh, not because of the handies because you make good memes. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, buddy. And I
1: mean, and, and not to blow smoke in the opposite direction, but, I mean, you are one of the pages that's the reason why I even thought that, hey, you can make memes about being a cop.
0: Um, so, there's that. That's funny. Um, so, this one I threw in there because I, I don't know if I understand the question, but it could be because I'm stupid. Um, what's the difference between OLED, LED, and LCD screens? Oof. Do you know? So... so- that's an interesting question.
1: So I do know because Ooh, I, well, I, I, like I do it. know and I don't know. So I took uh, a SEPTED class. So SEPTED stands for crime prevention through environmental design. And
0: I fucking hate SEPTED, by the way. See, before. and
1: I, I thought it was I thought it was OK. I enjoyed well, it. my
0: and, and I, I'm sorry, man, I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, mine was related to my mall security gig when I was at that before I was a cop and in management oh, that okay. and shit. And like their septet, it was just like so, like like turn lights on in dark areas. Like, like no shit, like fucking no shit, right? But anyway, yeah. go on. No,
1: so um, so OLED is like the new version of an LED screen. Um, they talked about it ad nauseum, and I think I fell asleep at that part. But it's just the different things that go like make up the uh, the lighting inside those screens. I don't know the actual science behind it. Um, but I think that's it. I know OLED is supposed to be super um, healthier for your eyes as opposed to LED or LCD.
0: Okay. Well, now you know. So, whatever fucking nerd answers that question, ask that question now you've got it. Uh, would you ever consider moving to Canada and becoming a police officer? Um, so, the answer is yes,
1: because I want to be called a Mountie. Like, that's isn't that everyone's dream? Um, but also, no, because I don't want to deal with Trudeau and and those things
0: yeah there's uh don't get me wrong like i think there's some things about canada i would like because two of my favorite shows are trailer park boys and Letterkenny. Uh i feel like there's part of canadian and and i love hockey like hockey's probably my favorite sport Mm -hmm. so there's parts of canadian culture that i i enjoy but um i don't believe that their system of government aligns with my beliefs Right, right, Not yeah. If, if you doesn't...
1: don't, if, I was gonna say if you don't like where you moved from, then I don't think you're gonna like Canada.
0: Yeah. So, um, I and, and I will say, I would enjoy that. So
1: there's two things. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. I think there's probably a lot of Canadian culture that I would enjoy, but to kind of piggyback on my own answer is that the Mounties don't ride horses anymore. So what the fuck? is uh, was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second thing I found out that Timmy Horton's is trash now. So one of the main reasons I want to go to Canada does, there's no point. What happened to Tim Hortons? They. Everyone I talked to from Canada says that they changed their manufacturer distributor from their, their coffee and their donuts and everything. So, so now it's more uh, mass produced and it doesn't taste as good.
0: No, that's not fun. Um, yeah. And I, I'm not trying to like necessarily trash Canada because I mean, no. never, I haven't been there, but, and I know like, I don't know about your page, but my page has a, pretty decent following of people from Canada Yeah, way
1: more than I expected.
0: Yeah. So uh, I I think they go through a lot of the same shit we go through for sure. Best badge bunny story.
1: Okay. So I've, I've kind of been on the, on the fence about this for a long time, whether this was a badge bunny, it was someone just trying to get out of a ticket or what. Um, But for the sake of this situation, I'm going to say it's a badge bunny. Um, So I was on my way to an off duty gig um one of the problems with living in the city you work in is you got to drive your police car all around town even when you're off duty to get to where you got to go
0: okay
1: so i see a car in front of me it's swerving all over the place i'm like god damn it like there's one thing to make a traffic stop when you're you know on your way to do something else the other thing is to catch a dui like oh man patrol is gonna have to take this like i was not happy about it but it's right in front of me and i was gonna feel really <laughs> bad if she killed somebody yeah you gotta, do, what you gotta
0: do yeah right
1: so I pull it over and it's this, uh, this white, this, this old white lady, not even old white lady, like a middle-aged white lady. And in the back seat is probably a young teenager. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, Hey, you're swerving. Are you, you good? And she's, she's stone sober. And she's like, yep, I'm fine. I was just turning around looking at him and we were talking and, and I just got distracted. I was like, oh, okay. No big deal give me your license let me check it real quick and get you on your way and i do and she's suspended i was like damn it (laughs) so i I tell her yeah so i tell her to hop on out and again there's like a kid in the seat so it's not like she he can just drive so it's this lady and she's wearing like a not a summer dress not a house dress somewhere in between and and i'm like god bless summer
0: dresses by
1: the way yes absolutely they are the proof that there is a god and he loves us very much um so i'm telling her i'm like hey your license is suspended what's going on and she's like yeah it's something i thought i took care of it blah 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 blah. i'm like all right well i can't let you drive away and she's she's still stuck on the dui part oh that's that that's yeah yeah." so that's that's a key part so she's like no 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 but i swear i'm not drunk she's like she's like you can hand anything to me and i will blow it as hard as you want and i'm like I look at her. Her son looks at her. We all look at each other. She goes, "No, no, no. That's not what I meant." <laughs> so she she said that before she got out of the car. Then she says it again when she's out of the car. She just keeps saying that she wants to blow something of mine, and I'm just like, "Lady, stop. This is getting this is getting weird. This is getting, like <laughs> I, oh. I just want to go work my off duty. Stop." And uh, she keeps like it, it just gets progressively uh, borderline inappropriate. So I'm. What just, would Governor like, you know, like, Cuomo do? Yeah, I didn't get, I, it wasn't that bad. Um, so I was like, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. You go sit in your car, call your husband, <laughs> find Jesus, and I'm going to go to work. Bye. And I just like, I left. But it was it was getting to the point where I was like, if I keep going and my body camera's on, something bad's like, someone's going to hear something that sounds wrong. No, nope, not even. So I don't know if she was just trying to get out of a ticket or what, because I told her she wasn't getting a ticket, but she kept saying the same thing. So I don't know.
0: I'm don't pretty know. sure that's how like porn started. dude
1: that's what i'm saying it yeah. was it, it was getting have you, dangerous
0: have you seen that video it's been going around where like the the guy the guy's like looking at the girls like plumbing and she's like can you fix my pipes and he's like yeah i'm a plumber it's, kind of <laughs> yes. it's so fucking funny yes um my badge bunny story uh yours is pretty good i don't know if i can top that but i'm on this call and it's some bullshit call and i'm with my friends and of course, like when the fucked up weird shit happens, your fucking friends see it, so they can tell everybody about it. So this this gal walks by, and she's been ravaged by the streets for sure. Um, I would say she was probably about my age, and there was probably a time where she was attractive, or maybe she cleaned herself up. She would have been attractive, but at this point, this juncture in her life, um, things have been tough for her. But so you know, for whatever reason, she interjects herself in the call and. You know, and I'm being nice to her, like, hey, you know, we're dealing with this, we'll get out. And she's like, you're real nice. I, and she looks at my wedding ring. She's like, you're married. And I'm like, yep, I am. And she's like, can I be your side, bitch? Oh, she <laughs> And I'm like, oh my God. I wish yeah. I had saved the body camera for that because that would have been classic.
1: You know, I have a I have a meme about, um, you know, the naked woman call is never the person you want it to be. Same thing with Badge Bunnies, it's never the one that you want it to be
0: yeah and if you think it is they take your pension so
1: oh yeah that's true too.
0: yeah so uh the next two questions are i assume by someone that you know uh i was supposed to ask you what your favorite joke is
1: my favorite joke
0: yeah i that was specifically asked to ask you your favorite joke (sighs) huh so
1: i i don't know but i'm a big dad joke kind of guy like yeah. I love cheesy dad jokes. Like um, I can't remember them, but like, I always like the the elephant jokes. It's like, you know, how do you know there's an elephant in your refrigerator? Cause he's got footprints in the butter or something like that. Or like,
0: yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. stupid. So stupid. Yeah.
1: But that actually go like that joke is like a series of like 20 jokes that you're supposed to set tell back to back. And it's so stupid, but it's funny. But, like, at the same time, I'll sit at the dinner table with, like, my nieces and nephews, and I'll be like, hey, and th- they know something stupid's coming. And I'll be like, uh, what's brown and sticky? I'm like, what? I'm like, a stick.
0: Dude, that is, okay, this is, like, more proof that we may be related. Because <laughs> that is, like, my go-to fucking joke. Like- yeah,
1: or, or and this comes up, I, I say it sometimes at, at work, too. I'll be like, hey, what do you call a boomerang that doesn't come back? What? A stick. <laughs> like and I'll tell those two jokes back to back because like they're not they, people are going he's not going to say the same punchline back to back and he does he does so i don't know St- stupid jokes like that they they make me smile
0: hey what do you call a fish without an eye a fish yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> we're on the, we're on the same page buddy oh yeah fucking classic all right um so this was on the last podcast so we'll get your uh, your thoughts on this the question is uh what is the best Metallica album and why is it the black album? Uh, She's wrong. Fucking dead wrong. It is not the black album. Everybody loves black album, um, but it's master puppets or ride the lightning.
1: Yeah. So you're going to, you're going to lose my friendship because I'm not, I enjoy Metallica, but I, am not a big enough fan to be able to single out single albums. However, I do enjoy master puppets. So I'll go with that.
0: Thank you. I mean, I almost turned off the podcast right now, but I know, I know. Uh, it's, that's disappointing. Um, so, this is kind of a musician type question is uh, during your musical career, how many guitars did you break?
1: Okay. Well, I, I think my answer is one, but I never, I didn't play guitar. So, um, I had, I think, three keyboards. I didn't smash any of them, but a couple got pretty
0: close but uh if you've ever seen my my dream is to um smash fucking guitars because i thought that was such a badass thing to do yeah um i never got that far in my career because we weren't that good or popular Mm -hmm. so so there's that
1: yeah you ever see have you you know who motion city soundtrack is i've heard of them yes so they have a keyboard player and he like does handstands on his keyboard stand like he is insane um I wish I was that agile and that athletic to do so, but that was my always like my goal is to like, just go totally ham on some keyboards, but uh, never got that chance or best of both worlds, get a guitar super nerdy. Sure. But Hey, I can, I can rock out like I have a guitar and I'm playing keyboard at the same time. Oh, Actually, yeah. speaking of that, there's a thing called, hold on. Fuck. What's it called? Hold on standby you're gonna have to Stand edit this sound while I look up what this is supposed to be called
0: oh no I'm definitely not editing it out it is called poorly made sir Okay. <laughs> so uh, just everybody envision elevator music right now
1: yeah um,
0: keyboard if you're jerking off right now maybe slow down a little bit because this isn't the part where you want to finish
1: ah damn man
0: how am I gonna have any advertisers with fucking shit like that it's fine man I can't remember what it's called but anyway it's like
1: you wear it on your hand. It's a keyboard. Like it's got keys, but you you. It's a. It's like a woodwind instrument almost.
0: Why can't I think what it's called?
1: But it kind of sounds like um, some melodica. That's what it's called, a melodica. I've never
0: heard of such a thing.
1: Yeah, it's it's like really big in like reggae music and stuff. Huh. Um, when you play like a chord on it, it sounds like a harmonica, and then it, you can also play single notes. So I have one of those. Never never smashed it, but I did have one of those.
0: So what's the what's the thing called that um you like stand up and you play the key the keyboard you know what t- like you hold it like a guitar what are those called yeah keytar keytar okay yeah sorry I don't I don't know things like that uh Ghost which is a band I love they have a song that has a fucking sick guitar. nice solo um, dude we got some good questions coming in I got some more that came in so this this is gonna be good shit favorite non vetted non-vetted totally not vetted the well i'm looking at so i've got a list of them on the computer that i I got out so i was like i'm not stumbling over myself because that's like Mm -hmm. what i do in this podcast sure Um, but and then i just looked at my phone i'm like oh some of these are good too so favorite cop tv show
1: uh the wire that's a good one yeah i i enjoy that i like southland uh i still haven't finished either of them but um I think because the wire for the time that I was on narcotics, it was so spot on, <laughs> like to the point where it was frustrating me how, how spot on it was. Um, I think that's why I chose that one a little bit. But I like in Southland all the like patrol scenes where they're just uh bullshitting, like it, it's so spot on, they got it so right.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen like the full series in any of those, just like kind of bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. I don't know what my answer would be because like I've seen like a fair share of cop movies. Mm-hmm. In cop shows, but like, is it weird to say like '90s cops? Because that show was glorious. No, that's
1: yeah, that was spot on. It was, was the good. mustaches, oh, you know-
0: the caprices, mm-hmm. the, the Crown Vics. I mean, it was beautiful.
1: Yeah, I think in either the late '80s, or early '90s, my dad was on Cops. Oh, was he, he like? He wasn't like the the cop they were looking at, but you could see him on screen. That's what he told me. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what he said.
0: Oh, huh, that's interesting. Um, that's pretty fucking badass, actually. Yeah um this is funny would you rather look like gilbert godfrey or sound like him that sucks right
1: yeah that's, that's he's not an
0: attractive man no um, but his
1: voice isn't attractive either no
0: i would say sound like him honestly
1: you'd rather see, yeah i
0: think so too yeah yeah i mean could you imagine that like yeah oof, oof. poor guy i mean but Listen, it me. is at this moment yeah, i'm I, not gonna say to... i'm not gonna say poor guy because the guy has more money than either of us ever will so And that's not to say he doesn't have talent, but he just, you know, didn't work out for him in some other respects.
1: Right. But, you know, he's making it work for him. He's got great voice acting gigs. And so I would be different if it was like Chris Rock, you know, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So these next two questions are kind of related. I'm not sure which order to ask him, but we'll just kind of we'll wing on it. Um, How do you feel about other officers Monday morning quarterbacking other officers? And and I think he asked specifically online, but I think we can go with it both as far as like online or, you know, in-person type stuff.
1: So, so I've got, it's kind of, it's hard to give an absolute answer with that because, you know, especially when you look at line of duty deaths or officer involved shootings, you have to look at, you got to take something from their sacrifice. Um, And I think the biggest thing is to learn from their, unfortunate mistakes sometimes there are no mistakes sometimes it's an ambush but you know like um there's there's videos i remember from seeing in the academy and stuff that were like oh well you know and they did and that's okay i think you know because even i've looked at my own body camera and i've money monday morning quarterbacked it to say oh i could have done this better i could have done this better and we need to kind of learn from our mistakes um but at the same time you have to it's whoever's going to be the commentator that's talking about that has to um, factor everything in. They can't just say like, Oh, they did this wrong. They did this wrong. They did this wrong. Like maybe that wasn't available for them. Maybe this, you know, so I don't know. I've, I've been frustrated and I've under, also understood different things. Like I've seen my body camera on certain online commentators uh, breakdowns and they were talking shit. And I'm like, dude, you weren't there. You don't, you don't get it. Um But at the same time, it's okay to use those things to better yourself for next time. So, you know, I I guess, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm on the same page with you. I think if it's constructive, it's good. And you're right. Like, you have to learn from mistakes. I mean, like, you know, even though I'm not on the job anymore, like, I was very confident in what I did, but I also knew that, like, I wasn't infallible, right? What I didn't like is so like, I can remember there was a major incident at my department and this fucking dude that doesn't do anything ever was criticizing the officers about how, you know, what they did and what he would have done. And I was like, you don't go to your own calls for service, dude. Like you're not being constructive about it. You're being a dick. Like that's different. I mean, and it's hard too, because you're absolutely right. Cause we're not there. We don't, it's, it's different to watch it through a lens of a camera, right? Because there's no emotion attached for you. You're just watching a video. Um, you're not there emotionally dealing with whatever emotions, you know. You're, right. It's so, it's so easy to. Right. Yeah. And like, I can't tell you how many videos where you watch it and you're like, what the fuck? But then you're like, well, you weren't there, right? Like, mm-hmm. you, you don't understand that. So, I mean, like, I think if you watch a video and it's, um, and I, I you know, police post, like, I, do you follow that page? Yeah, I do. I think, you know, he plays a video and then he puts out, you know, his points. And um, for the most part, I agree with them And sometimes like, uh, I don't know, but like for the most part, he's, but he's very like, he's not like a dick about it. He's just right. like, here's what I see. This is what I think. And like donut operators mm-hmm. kind of like the same way, right. Where like, you know, he breaks down things and like kind of lets people make their own decisions about what it was. But it, I guess to me, if like, if you're doing it to clown them, then go fuck yourself Mm-hmm. Um, like oh I'm better I would do this like I fucking hate that shit like yeah like if you
1: like a lot of um like there's a lot of gun YouTube uh, like gun training YouTube pages that they'll break down police officers like dude you're not a cop stop you don't understand the way we do the job so st- stop trying to break down these videos yeah um one of my favorites that does a lot of breakdown videos is uh, Breaking Barriers United I don't know if you've seen his videos I've heard of those yeah he um because he does it but he's his audience or his intended audience is not cops, so he's trying to explain why this use of force was either necessary or why they used that force or and it's really it's a nice take and you know he's breaking barriers. He's trying to take an incident that happens and explain to his audience why it happened and are I are people I think pretty
0: receptive to that
1: you know i I don't go in comments that's um, yeah, but that's I mean, he's still doing it. So I'm assuming he's making um, good strides. And he also does it in person. Like he'll go to schools and like inner city schools and go through use of force scenarios and stuff like that. So it's got to be working. Yeah.
0: That's good. That's good. We need more of that. So the next question is is related to the last one. Um, So you're on, you see, basically you see it FTO like berating um, their rookie or, or legitimately like mistreating them. In front of like, you know, other officers or, you know, other, you know, other officers in different departments, stuff like that. Uh, how do you treat that scenario? Um,
1: so, I think just to clarify, busting balls is part of the job, right? Oh, absolutely. So, so if you walk up and the guy is literally just busting balls and giving him a hard time, and like for example, when I was an FTO, I crashed the car um, or actually we'll skip that. Um, <laughs> well we'll come back to it in just a second, but like, go back to it. you know, the, you know, the, the thing where, you know, look at your shoes, where am I? We're shot. And then, Oh, yeah. you don't know, go run to the nearest street sign, that kind of thing.
0: Yep. Oh yeah. Someone
1: will say that's hazing. I said, absolutely not. Cause guess what? I look at every fucking street sign now. Um, same thing with the crash in the car after I did that, that same FTO started carrying around a, uh, like a traffic cone. And the next person that, Crash his car had to carry that around wherever they went. And they complained and said it was hazing. Um, and I disagree. I don't think any of that's hazing. I think that's just, you know, a little tough love, but yeah. it gets the point across, you know, it drives the point home. Um, however, um, when you see just a total douchebag FTO um just dogging on a guy for who knows what. And I've been in the, the receiving end of that as well. Um, you know, pull the FTO aside and be like, Hey, what's going on with you and and your rookie, you know, is, did, did they do something to offend you? Like what's going on? It seems like it's more than just, you know, giving them a hard time. Um, Even to the point of, Hey, do you want him to ride with me for a shift or something like that? Maybe, maybe you see something I don't or vice versa, you know, something just to break up that partnership, which again, I had, I had an FTO that um, we did not get along. I still to this day don't know why. Um, But, a different FTO who I had previously was like, you know what, ride with me for the day. And we did. And everything was better, so to speak. I mean, me and the other FTO never spoke again, but you know, as a person that's trying to diffuse the situation, I think interjecting yourself in that way. um, If that, if that will solve it, great. Now you don't have to go to supervision. You don't have to get anyone in trouble. Just say, Hey, you know what? Let, let them ride with me. Or, you know, is there something I can do to help something like that? Um, and if it gets worse, like if it's literally like a dangerous situation or something, then maybe you have to go talk to a supervisor. But if you can handle it by yourself, I think that's a safe way to do it.
0: Yeah. And I, this really kind of opens up a can of worms. I have a couple stories to tell about this, but yeah, I, I'm definitely with you as far as like you know, like, it's not hazing, it's giving somebody a hard time with some of this shit, right? And I think it is part of the job. And I think that's part of the camaraderie, right? Mm -hmm. Is, you know, you get teased about like, you know, I get teased about like, I'll tell you guys right now, I was fucking soup sandwich in the academy. And all my classmates will never let me forget about it. And I'm good with that, right? Like, that's, it's fun. Like, that's, that's our thing, right? And it's like, I was a soup sandwich. And you know, it's all in good fun kind of shit, right? And that's fine. You know, I didn't like, when FTOs would like you I think there's a difference between warning your fellow officers like hey this guy's gonna pass and he shouldn't pass but then there's a difference of like every recruit you get you tell everybody on earth their life story and yes Shit. no don't do that I don't like that there has
1: got to be some kind of confidentiality within the police car like right uh, it, if, it really if, should
0: and I don't like and i get there's a personality conflict i think sometimes right and like sure, sometimes yeah. you can just work through it for a month but you know i would see some people where like they didn't get along with a recruit you know and then maybe i helped out with a recruit one day and i'm like they're okay and it's because of, you know it's a personality conflict or whatever but i, I just wish that people wouldn't because you're kind of fucking them down the line because yeah absolutely cops believe what other cops say right and if like they are like oh i heard so and so you know, they, they did this one thing in FTO, like it, it can kind of follow you a little bit. So you just yeah. prove it.
1: And, and you're absolutely right. And I think, and I, I have a story to go with that. So the, the train wreck FTO I was just talking about uh, extended me. So I had to ride with somebody else who I didn't know was friends with this person. Um, so she already had a preconceived notion of who I would be. Right. Um, just kind of give you like a little brief synopsis with the the bad FTO. There was a point where she took my shit out of the car and was like, "Hey, I'm going to be the cop for the day. You get to ride along." And I was like, "This is bullshit." Again, I was in shadow phase, and um, totally different from the other story I was telling earlier. And um, it got to the point where I got so frustrated. I'm like, "No, I'm a cop. I'm in shadow phase. Fuck it." So I went. We went to a domestic, and I I just charged out in front of her and I did the investigation, whatever. And it got to the point where we had a shouting match on scene. Like, she's like, I don't know what the hell you're doing. And I was like, I don't know what the hell you're doing. Like, it was so unprofessional and terrible. So then I go to her friend, um, the one and whatever, long story short. So I go to FTO. I had to go through FTO a second time a year later. And um, that second FTO told everybody, all the new FTOs that were in there said, told her that or told them that I was disrespectful. I was uh, insubordinate. insubordinate. You know, I had attitude problems. And when the one FTO told me this, I go, if anyone has ever met me for any stretch of time, they'll know that that's the exact opposite of my personality. Like I'm very receptive to training and blah, 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 blah. It was hundred percent. It was so just exactly what you're saying, like, don't air your problems with people when they're your trainee, because, you know, here I am six years later, still working for that same agency and certain people still look at me a different way, even though I've proved myself time and time again as a good cop.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's the clickiness, I think, of departments sometimes, unfortunately. Um, It is high school with guns, as we've made memes about. This is a little off topic from that question, but towards the end, I, I overheard this FTO telling this boot something, and I just fucking couldn't believe it. He was berating his rookie for putting too much information in a report.
1: Oh, I've had that too.
0: He's like, you're putting too much stuff in the report, and it'll it'll be an issue at trial. Like just put less stuff in there. And it took all of my strength not to be like, no, you fucking caveman. This is a fucking official record of what happened. This report is your record of what happened. Be fucking detailed. You stupid fuck. (laughs) Like, You're setting this, this poor dude up for failure. And I saw this kid walking out um, to his car and I said, Hey, I just want to let you know that was terrible advice Uh, when you're done with him write detailed reports don't listen to him Mm
1: -hmm. because that that was
0: just so far off of like what fucking needed to be done
1: yeah especially and i've had that too where where an fto was like oh you know just keep it bare oh because we were looking for a stolen vehicle so i wrote every step of the way i did the investigation to say like hey did this did this did this so that way when a detective gets it he's like oh i don't need to do all that and he's like nope you know he's like you don't have to try to impress the detective by saying what you did just we, we know you did that. Well, no. How do you know I did that if I didn't never wrote it down? So, you know, but again, same thing. The moment I got out of his car, I started writing things the way I wanted to write them. And any cop that's been to trial or been through a deposition and you forget what you did, having that written down is so good. Like, oh, I did do that. I did do that. Okay, yep. great.
0: Yeah. How many times you get a subpoena and you read the name and you're like, oh, fuck, I don't remember this. Uh, i got read... like
1: three coming up this week, actually.
0: Yeah. But then you read your report. Cause you wrote a good report and you're like, Oh yeah, I remember that. Right. And then right. kind it comes of back to you clear as day. Right. But if you don't fucking put that down, you know, cause everybody, at least for me when I was on nights and I was new and I was still kind of getting my, my footing, my reports were terrible. Mm-hmm. I can't believe they got approved. Right. And so my first couple of years getting eaten up on the stand, I learned be detailed in reports yeah. document all this shit because it will pay you you're paying yourself forward and everybody likes to dog the dicks they have a tough job to do too you know between getting up and getting coffee like don't don't make them do extra work like i fucking hate reinventing the wheel like if it's mm-hmm. already done there's no need to do it again just document that you did it um there's your training point brought to you by a fucking meme page By the yeah okay. yeah um here, this one's good uh i'm not keeping you too late am i buddy no nah, man you're fine okay what is your my eyes
1: need bleach. Moment. I mean, I've seen some things, but I think one of the worst um, was this chick that my buddy knew was a drug dealer. She was probably now. I don't want to overestimate, so I'm gonna I'm gonna probably cut her under uh, approximately 500 pounds. Um, and it was we're talking. I don't know, July. And so we go it's hot down there in Florida. It gets a little, gets a little toasty, gets a little toasty. And uh, we go there middle of the day. Um, he, he had a, a, a warrant for her for something else and uh, hooks her up. And he's like, all right, where's the drugs? And she's like, I don't have it. he's like, come on. You always you're always holding. And she's like, Nope, don't have any. So we got a female and uh, she ends up lifting her um um her stomach area oh no yeah and sure enough there were individual baggies under her flap of just gross sweaty narcotics just and that that's how she was selling them and she was like didn't think anyone would go to look there and i'm like you know what i wish she didn't because yeah that's not I, i need bleach moment
0: oh that killed my buzz (laughs) <laughs> and that's one of those things too where i remember my dad he used to tell me like you know don't like if you you know if you have money or whatever wash your hands because you know you never know where that money came you from you never right? know and now i want you know not that anybody listening to this podcast probably uses uh, illegal narcotics but just remember some at some point in the journey uh those narcotics were up somebody's ass mm-hmm. or possibly in their fupa so yeah be careful
1: oh. Terrible. Yeah. And just uh, another one was when I was brand new, I had to day shift for, uh, missed a, uh, uh, methamphetamine pipe that was probably six to eight inches long. Um, so when it came back from the jail, me being the new guy on nights, I had to tag it into evidence. Um, it was inside the female that it was, that was found on and it was, it was gooey. It was disgusting ah uh, yeah so, so nobody could have just fucking thrown it away
0: yeah.
1: right no no and i was like and they were like are you gonna charge her with it?" I was like fuck no no tag for destruction we're done
0: nice so the, this next question is are security guards allowed to listen to this podcast uh here's the thing as long as you are not a meme page praying yourself as a <laughs> uh cop I think you're okay. I encourage anybody to listen to this. I hope it's entertaining. I mean, who knows? Like, and I, you know, there should be a disclaimer. This is a stupid fucking podcast. And, and you, you know, take everything you hear anywhere with a grain of salt. Yeah. Maybe, you know, you work security, you want to get in law enforcement. Maybe this will kind of give you some, idea. give you an idea. Yeah. Just an idea though. Don't get any big ideas. Just a little I,
1: idea. I'm going to have to show you when we, when we disconnect here, but there's, there's some security guards in my area um, that, they look more professional than the police officers. Um, they just think that they are, you know, God's gift to loss prevention, and um, it's terrifying. It really is. Like I, the fact that they haven't been arrested for impersonating a law enforcement officer is crazy. Actually, they are very proud in the fact that uh, Florida state law for battery on a law enforcement officer includes security guards. and yes so uh in their mind they are law enforcement officers and i'm like no you're really not
0: no wonder fucking that boy jeremy de witt came from he was a florida man wasn't he
1: yeah yeah i think in the orlando area yeah um yeah exactly because you read that and you know you're like shit because it i mean it also has like bail bondsmen and and uh, uh probation officers and stuff like that but yeah security guards and loss prevention officers are in that statute so yeah as long as you don't parade yourself as being a cop and being like oh i'm gonna start telling these war stories like they're my own because then you're just a tool dude stop
0: yeah and i i feel bad because i think there's like some legitimately like because i you know i worked security before i was mm-hmm. old enough to be a cop and i you know i actually had a pretty successful career doing that um moved up to the management and stuff and it was a good gig and a good stepping off point and some people aren't ready to be a cop at like 21 at a young age i didn't start until i was a little bit older and i think me at 21 no i was not mature enough no way Mm -hmm. Um, but other people are um you know what that's an interesting question i know there's kind of this debate going around as far as like instead of 21 being the age for cops it being 25 what's your thought on that
1: i think that's fair um, I know a lot of agencies that even though Florida law says 21, um, actually Florida law, I think says 19. Um, really? they won't, I think so. Wow. I think so. Uh, but they won't hire you before you're 21. Like it's just, you're wasting your time. Um, but I think 25 is fair. I think when you look at the brain and the maturity and things like that, um, I almost feel like there needs to be a You know, because we do psychological assessments and everything to get hired. Um, But there should be almost like a maturity test. Not like, you know, show them things and see if they giggle. No, but like a legit, like.
0: I wouldn't have made it.
1: Exactly. No, me neither. But there should be some kind of, like, thing. And I think you would see. I don't know. I think that would, that could help. I mean,
0: That's you know, a, right
1: now, any law enforcement administrator is being like, it's hard enough to find candidates. Like, what are you doing? But, um,
0: yeah, no, it and not to dog all the new guys, but I, and and this could be part of getting older too, where I think you get a little bit older and you you're like, oh, these fucking new kids. But a lot, not all of them. I mean, because there were like there were some younger cops I worked with that were fucking great, like that I would I would take over like a 20 year cop sometimes because they were like level headed and they did the right thing but that i mean i think that's a, a rarity in you know not the, it's the exception not the rule kind of thing and there like there's some young dudes that i'm like you guys are just you don't know what you're doing right like this is a and job it comes down where you to- really have to think like it's you okay. can solve a lot of problems with your brain on this oh, and if yeah. and if you're not thinking and you 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 know you let the moment get to you that's when you end up on tv
1: Yeah. But between your brain and your mouth, like, you know, those two things are your, your biggest tools, your best tools. Um, So I think you're right. And it's kind of like when you think of someone who's 21 being a cop and it's like, how is this person who still is living with mommy and daddy may have a girlfriend going to tell a 50 year old man what to do with his wife and his marital problems. Like that's a, that's a hard one because there isn't really a lot of, uh, life experience at 21 and I'm not dogging someone who's 21 living at home. I was 21 living at home. I was 25 living at home. Um, but it's just something to think about, you know, and that's, that's my take of it. Like, I'm glad I didn't try to get in the job when I was 21. I'm glad I waited till when I did.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very fortunate. Well, of course, all this fucking Instagram. Anyway, I had a boomer moment. I couldn't find some of the shit. I, I think where we're going to end, uh, is a question that came in and sorry if i didn't get to your questions but um you know you know how it is but try again next time or don't it do be like that sometimes it, it do be like that sometimes uh, unfortunately but a lot of good shit uh have we ever met yet and the answer to that is no
1: it, not yet not, not yet. yet
0: i'm trying to because i've got my kids are like really spread out as far as age goes mm-hmm. um but i want to take them to disney world where like all of them may appreciate it yeah and so i may be florida man in a couple years here trying to well you know
1: if you do that or you do like the park pass where you can go to multiple parks during like a week um that might be good because like the older kids might like epcot more than they like magic kingdom and whatever yeah
0: yeah it's it sucks because i think like my my youngest by the time like because i think i don't think you take like a baby to disneyland or disney world i think that's like a bad idea they may yeah, like,
1: they won't they won't really appreciate
0: it. I yeah, think. I mean they'll like the bright shiny things and the lights and stuff, but they won't And oh my sure. god, Mickey. Yeah, I I took my youngest or my my now not my youngest, my second youngest, when he was like three, and he remembers some stuff. So I'm like, I was gonna say three or four is probably a three good Three or four, I think I should be all right. Yeah. yeah. But then my oldest will be a teenager and he'll be like, This is dumb. Right, um, but then you take them to like um I mean, they've they've got roller
1: coasters there, and they've got roller coasters in uh, Epcot, and Epcot keeps getting a little bit bigger, and um, what's the other one? Uh, Disney Studios, or whatever
0: it is, Hollywood Studios. See, I've only been to land. I've never been to the world, Mm -hmm. so I've never been to Florida, so I'm really interested in in Florida. Who knows?
1: I went – so the last time I went to Disney, I was actually uh, a new police officer because my my family got tickets, so obviously – you know, it was a different experience for me because I didn't have kids of my own or anything, but I was still like the kid, you know what I mean? Um, but I will say I got great enjoyment out of like the the studio, the movie part of it, because there's so many shows and things like that. So there's still stuff there for, you know, the, the teens and, and up. Um, I'm sure you'd find something.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be it'll be a good time. So remember this. If you buy a T-shirt, I may use that money in a couple of years. To buy a fucking $8 churro at Disney World. Hell so, yeah. I went to way, uh, Churros at Disney. I don't know. I can't say for Disney World, but at Disneyland, you can't find better churro.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. We went to um, Aquatica, which is like SeaWorld's water park. That's not uh, like yesterday. It's gonna be a porno. Aquatica? Yeah. <laughs> Erotica, Aquatica? Yeah. Um, I'd watch it. Yeah. Like Mermaids or something.
0: Okay. The- i'm gonna leave ship <laughs> if i keep going so we're gonna go ahead and leave that one alone
1: all right we're just gonna leave that right there
0: yeah but no what were you saying before i uh,
1: just this? that the churros there were good too that's really all i was
0: saying. <laughs> yeah sorry i ruined your fucking moment about churros no, uh, i'm kind of bummed out because I, I feel like uh you are my brother from another mother and we could probably talk for hours and hours i th- I, I yeah yeah we'll have to do this again we got to do i'll get you on again and yeah i'll, I'll have, have you on mine season. as well when uh when i'm ready to do season two yeah i don't know how many i think i'm gonna do like 400 episodes for season one nice and then do like 20 for season two and like really <laughs> it like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing yet so this, you know this i
1: didn't i didn't plan to have mine like end like seasons i wasn't planning on taking a break and then life was like nah bro we got more important stuff going on so oh fuck yeah And then it's like no big thing. And then I was like, you know what? No, if I'm going to take this break, I really want to come back different. I want things to be kind of more polished and squared away. So now like I'm, I'm setting up new interviews. I think I'm going to do one next week and start things like coming together, but I'm not going to roll anything out until, well, until I catch up on my personal stuff, but you know, I want, I want a new like microphone to start. And By something. the way, this
0: microphone that you recommended to me sucks my balls. Really? I don't know. And another guy did too. He, he recommended the same one. And everybody says it's like echoey, but that could be because I'm in a basement with no acoustics.
1: That's probably exactly why.
0: Yeah. So I thought about like maybe wearing like a paper bag over what I did it or something. I mean, yeah, it sound right. I don't know. If
1: it, if it works, you know, in the bedroom, it might work. In real yeah, life. Man,
0: four times. yeah, four times. Four times, buddy. <laughs> Uh so I like to ask people uh in my you know the millions of podcasts I've done uh at the end if you have any parting words of wisdom for the millions and millions of listeners that will listen to this podcast. Right, right. The the Joe Rogan uh audience sized guest. I have like a number I would hit, I could hit, and if I could hit that number like just one time, <laughs> it'd be so like at South Park, I'd be so happy.
1: <laughs> um any wisdom? I'm not a wise
0: guy. Um, there was a dad joke right there, and you just fucked it. But anyway, ah, damn.
1: <coughs> um, I don't know. You want me to go? <laughs> you want me to go deep?
0: Or... I wish you would go deeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what they all say. Actually, I don't know if oh, it's every single one of me. Um, I wonder if people could hear my little drum on my. Uh, I need to get one of those drums. How do you do sound effects so, so I can do that? Is there oh a way I to do
1: that? I just go to YouTube and download different sound effects
0: and then I just add
1: them in post production.
0: Oh, that sounds like a huge pain in the ass.
1: Yeah, there's some like um, the podcast that I mentioned earlier, he has like a little mini soundboard that he can just like punch while things happen and it auto
0: fills. I'll just have to mouth them so put them yeah. Yeah. Um
1: I don't know, just I guess what I say to a lot of people is just take care of yourself and take care of the people around you. Everything else is kind of, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, cause if my, my b- biggest words of wisdom that I give everybody is you can't pour from an empty glass. So if you're not taking care of yourself and you know, you're not good yourself, then you can't possibly help anybody
0: else. I like that, dude. I heard that. Um, I heard that. Well, here, I'll tell my listeners, I really got into your podcast, um, when I was at the dentist Mm -hmm. and, uh, so your podcast reminds me of the dentist and I don't mean that in a bad way. (laughs) It's just painful. I can't get rid of it. Yeah. So that's like, I was like, I'm at the dentist and like, I don't like, I don't think anybody likes the dentist, but I'm like, Hey, can I listen to something while you guys fucking destroy my mouth? And they're like, sure. So I, I fucking turn on your podcast. And I remember you had that kind of that debate. And I don't remember which episode that was, but it made a lot of sense to me, right? Because, you know, and I'm not gonna like toot my own horn or anything like that. But I feel like a lot of times, like I won't even think about like where I'm at. I'm just like, well, I got to do this. And I don't even fucking think about like, well, what's, what's going on with uh, I, I, my made up name today is Todd. Uh, what's going on with Todd? <laughs> yeah. Like, how is, like, is Todd good? Like, am I able to like, I can't possibly take care of anybody else if I'm not taking care of myself. So,
1: yeah, absolutely. And that's, I mean, that's really where I'm at right now. I I mean, I'm kind of out of that now, but I was hitting a a point where I didn't know what was going on day to day. I just had so much going on and it all happened at one time that uh, I had to take some time. And it's weird because, you know, we are, selfless like that's how we got in this job and we're worried about helping others and that translates to personal life too that to the point where when you want to do something for yourself or you should take do something for yourself you feel selfish and you feel like wrong for doing it and you know, you need to start realizing that that's not a selfish act. It's not a bad thing. You need to take care of yourself. And, you know, anyone that's followed my page or listened to my podcast, mental health is a big thing for me. And I'm very open about my mental health um, journey and trying to get myself better. And uh, my that's one of the things my therapist said is that, listen, it's not a selfish act. You're not doing anything negatively. You're trying to help yourself to help others. So just keep that in mind. That's That's kind of what I always say
0: i like it dude i like it uh well thanks again for coming on man i yeah man as always i I enjoy our chats i I felt like uh the one we did on yours was like that was so much fucking fun man so that was that was a good time this was a good time Uh, i always
1: enjoy talking to you
0: yeah todd Todd. yes (laughs) todd uh we need to give you a cool nickname today um I don't know. I, I have a baby Yoda Ryota on my desk, so I'm just going to call you Grogu for now on. Yeah, that, yeah, that works. That's a if anybody hasn't watched Mandalorian, sorry. Um, Shame on you. You oh dude, I I was watching Loki before we recorded this. When we finished the series yet. Holy uh-huh. shit, it's good. Is, like, is I'm it? I'm so, so behind on my Marvel it. watching. Oh dude, Loki's so good. I'm so sucked into it. I I I really enjoy it.
1: I I may go put on an episode when when we're done here.
0: Yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah. Go check out uh 108 memes go check out his podcast it's much better than mine um <laughs> you'll give him a like on the, the facebook which you know maybe maybe not instagram for sure cuz that is a good platform i agree with him on that if you want to support my page and his page too uh cuz we're doing uh, what do we call it Mimeo. Mimeo, yeah. yeah so yeah we'll make you fucking memes just just give us like a little pinch right that's all you yeah, need just... like i want to i want to buy some ramen that's it that's all um, buy some yeah. ramen maybe some uh some disney tickets Oh, I was going to tell you, buddy, I'm drinking the Bushlight Apple that you don't like. It's fucking delicious.
1: I got to try it again. I was not impressed, but I got to do it again. I got to.
0: Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So you can do that. Um, I've got merch. You've got merch too. So check out his merch store. Take care of, you know, my sponsors, all that good stuff. And uh, I just want you guys to remember that I love most of you. (laughs) Bye-bye.